0: Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 289, and I think I'm gonna call it Life After Your Clutter Threshold. But before we get into that, I do want to give you guys a heads up that there will be the second in the series of podcasts that I am doing with um, goodchemistryliveshere.com um, that is going to come out on Monday. So it won't replace your regular episode. It'll be an extra episode. And in this one, I'm going to keep talking to members of the scientific community about antimicrobials and this one was really interesting. Well, they're they they've all been interesting to me, but I got to speak with the head of the antimicrobials division of the EPA about the process that companies go through to get EPA approval and what that means. What you can know that something has been through by the time it has that approval. And I also talked to somebody from um, the corporate side talking about going through that approval process and what they have to get ready and what they have to do and all that. I'm just going to tell you guys <laughs> that it has been a little bit difficult since I did these interviews for me to not casually throw into a whole lot of different conversations. Well, the other day when I was talking with the you know, head of the EPA's antimicrobial division, um, she said that anyway, it's it's just been really hard to not bring that up a lot in conversation. So I'm excited that I finally get to talk about it with you guys. So anyway, just letting you know, that's going to be there Monday. Make sure you listen to that. I've gotten great feedback from the first one. I think you guys are going to love this too. I like nerding out over these things that we're using in our homes all the time. So, um, It's really good information, and I just personally find it very interesting. So hope you will enjoy that and don't miss that. Okay, so I um, had asked for questions. And I did some Q and A's um, in last week's podcast. I'd asked for questions in my Patreon group. Um, if you want to know more about being a patron of the show and joining the Facebook group and all that kind of stuff, uh, you can go to patreoncom clean. But anyway, so I, I love that Facebook group so much. People are just fun and kind and interesting and supportive and anyway, it's just a lovely place. But I had asked for questions. Um, just sometimes when I'm kind of especially when I'm on a book deadline like I am right now, um, I you know just need questions to ask instead of my brain needing to come up with um, what exactly I'm gonna talk about. So anyway, one of the questions though, you know, usually I'll, I'll kind of group them together, but one of the questions has had me thinking a lot. And um, I had recorded that one earlier, like before, because my family was on spring break. And anyway, so I've kind of had a, a chunk of time between when I recorded the first one and this one. And just this one question kind of came back into my brain a lot. And I was just find myself thinking about it. And I thought, you know, I'm going to do a podcast on this one question because I think it's actually, it's about more than just what the question asks. So let me go ahead and read the question so you guys can go, Dana, seriously, stop rambling and just read the question. All right. So the question is, what's the next step? When you get the win on decluttering and life is so much easier, what do you do next? Do you go through the process again? Do you migrate to Cass or Dawn for more organizing type undertakings? Um, so for those of you who don't know who Cass or, and Dawn are, um, I uh, have a course that it's not currently open, but it will be open again very soon with Cass from Clutterbug and Dawn from The Minimal Mom, where we have... Um, work together and anyway it's called takeyourhouseback.com i think you can go there and like sign up to know when it opens again but anyway that's not what this is about what this is about is what do you do after the clutter threshold and and you bring up cass and don because those are people who i do absolutely recommend they are very smart ladies they talk about the same kind of stuff that i talk about um, from a perspective that resonates with a lot of you guys. That's actually how we met was you guys telling us, hey, we listened to all three of you. Anyway, so let's talk about this. My first response to this question is, yay. Like in my notes, I have Y-A-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y, not like Y-W-H-Y, but like, yay, with six exclamation points. Because y'all, it it is a big deal for somebody to get to the point... Where you actually utter the words when you get the win on decluttering, like W-I-N, and life is so much easier. I mean, let's just take a moment. And that's actually my first piece of advice here (laughs) is to say, take a moment and be so stinking proud of yourself. Like, take a moment and realize what you're saying. As someone who listens to a podcast called A Slob Comes Clean, okay? Think about wherever you were in your life when you happened upon something called A Slob Comes Clean, which there are people in the world who literally will not even look at it because the word slob just makes them go, I'm not that, or whatever. But where were you in your life and in your journey with stuff that you stopped at the name of a podcast, A Slob Comes Clean? However, I I don't know. I don't actually have the name of the person who wrote this on there. So anyway, but I'm just saying I want you to be proud of yourself, okay? And for the other 20,000-something people who are listening right now, I want you guys to go... This is somebody who was in a place like me and now feels like they've won. And and I want us just to all have a moment of realizing this is a big deal and you have come a really, really long way. Okay. And you have grasped the reality of why we declutter because you said life is so much easier. I didn't know. Those of you who are like, I wish that was me, okay, I didn't know before I started decluttering how much easier it was going to make my life. I didn't know that that was my goal when I started because I didn't understand that my excess of stuff, that the fact that I had more stuff than I had space in my home, that there was never any hope for me to actually... Be able to manage my home well with the amount of stuff that I had when I started. I didn't understand that that was even my goal when I got started. And so, for some of you, you're still at the point where you're realizing that that is the goal, that the goal is to declutter to make life so much easier. So, I just want to say, take a moment and be glad. And the reason I'm not just saying, like, yay, let's pat ourselves on the back, but that's really kind of what we're going to be talking about today is like, what were you hoping for when? you started this decluttering journey. Okay, life is easier. Even if you didn't know that that's where decluttering was going to take you, you now know life is easier, which means at that point, you were frustrated with things being harder than they really needed to be. In 2021, it's definitely okay to talk about our mental health and happiness. Humans aren't meant to keep everything inside. It makes us sick and therapy helps. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help, or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, don't be ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized, online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you, because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And A Slob Comes Clean listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash clean. That's better betterhelp.com slash clean. So in those moments of when you were frustrated enough to listen to a podcast called A Slob Comes Clean, what was the thing that was too hard to do? Okay, what was the thing for you that you were frustrated that you just couldn't seem to be able to do. Okay. And so when we talk about what's next, it's different for everybody. It might be that, you know, I mean, you know, I'm really big on saying I talk about decluttering, okay, and managing my life by getting rid of stuff so that I only have what I can handle easily. But I don't, (laughs) <laughs> I don't give what people think of as organizing tips because because when I think organizing I think all these neat little teeny tiny little categories and stuff which that's where I like how Cass talks about decluttering, you know, on her clutter bug, the stuff that she does. I'm I'm sorry, how how she talks about organizing. Okay. She makes organizing a lot more accessible because she acknowledges that some of us are never going to do the little, okay, you know, 15 different slots and putting, you know, little teeny tiny things in each one. She acknowledges that that's not how everybody's brain works. And so she makes it work for all different kinds of brains. Okay. But the, the point is, you know, like, what was your goal? What was it that you were dreaming of? And maybe you were picturing all these neat little, I'm not sure if I'm going on the same train that I was on a minute ago, but anyway, maybe you were picturing all these neat little slots. That's what I was picturing, but I didn't know how to even get there because it was just so unattainable. And through the process of decluttering, which was years long for me, through that process, my ultimate goal changed and I realized, oh, I don't have to do that. Okay. Like my goal really wasn't it changed and became something where I realized just having stuff out of my house and only having what I need makes it manageable for me. So that kind of changed being my goal. Okay. Like I I realized I don't need to have everything in all these little bitty categories. And what I was saying about Cass was she acknowledges that that is not how it works for everybody. Okay. And so she has your, she has like macro versus micro and what type of organizing style you are and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, it's great. But what I'm saying is I got to the point where I realized that is actually not my goal. So think about what your goal was and think about how your goal may have changed with all the things that you've learned about both yourself and what you can handle what you actually want out of your house, all those things that you've learned as you've decluttered and how that has shaped and changed or affected what your goal was in the first place, okay? Because that is really ultimately how you're gonna figure out what comes next for you because it's gonna be different. Maybe it is that now I've got things down to a point and the thought of, you know, a point where, I am under my clutter threshold. I only have what I can handle. And the thought of now getting it into neat, neat, small, maybe not, you know, tons of different teeny tiny categories, but getting it into very definite categories and using labels and all that kind of stuff excites you, then yes, that's where you need to go next. Okay. Um, Maybe it's that you go, I love having less stuff in my house. I want to go full minimalist. Okay. And so you're going to figure out how to do that. Dawn from Minimal Mom, I know I'm talking a lot about them, but they were part of the question here. Okay. Is, you know, Dawn is a very practical minimalist with an actual family with actual, you know, and so with, you know, she's got four kids and then they're working on, um, opening their home to foster. And so I mean, like, they're they're very much a real family who lives with this minimalistic principle. And so maybe you've realized it excites you to have less and less and less. And so that's where you want to go. Okay. But now let me talk to a lot of us who Maybe you've realized here here's what happened for me, okay? So I still and you guys know this because I say it all the time, I'm always like, huh. Come on into my main living areas almost anytime, and I'm perfectly fine with that. But, you know, a lot of people think that because I've written books about decluttering, that my own personal closet is perfect. My own personal closet is usable, and that is exciting to me still. Okay. But it's not, it's not perfect. You know, like, please don't think that you can come do a magazine shoot in my own personal closet. That is just not the reality. I mean, it just isn't. Okay. For me, I thought that was my goal. I thought if I am going to get my house under control, then the natural conclusion of that would be, having a, at a moment's notice, magazine-worthy closet. I mean, like that's what I assumed the goal of decluttering was. And instead, because I didn't know a clutter threshold was a thing, because I hadn't made it up yet, but also because I hadn't reached it yet, I just decluttered thinking that my goal was to have this perfectly organized space. As I decluttered, I realized at one kind of random point that, oh, my house is so much easier to keep under control now because I don't have excess stuff in it. And as that happened, then I realized, oh, there's a lot of power in just decluttering. Oh, my life is easier because I have gotten so much stuff out of my house. And I took a a shift and said, okay, for me personally, I want my house to be decluttered to the point, to stay decluttered to the point, which is where the one-in-one-out comes in, you know, that I have to continually be getting stuff out of my house as any new stuff comes in. I want to live at a point where my house is controllable, under control enough that I can do these creative project things that I want to do. Okay? So in, in some ways, it's a give and take. You know, I kind of decided, you know what, my house is good now. I'm good with this. Yeah, it's not perfect. But it's at a point where I can handle it, and where it doesn't drive me crazy. And it doesn't throw me for a loop when life happens. And I've got to, you know, open my home to someone or find something or whatever, you know, like my house is decluttered, and I'm continually decluttering because I'm continually bringing stuff in. But it gets me to this, you know, I'm at a point where I can now focus on projects, which is what I love to do. I'm a project person. I can write books. I can make YouTube videos. I can have a podcast. I can do this business, which takes a lot of time, shockingly, um, more time than I would have ever thought. But I can do these things and... I can do that because my house is decluttered to the point. So it's like, it's freed up mental energy. It has freed up time. And now I can do this thing. that was the thing I wanted to do in the first place. I mean, you know, if you guys don't know my story, my story is, I never wanted to write about cleaning and organizing. Are you kidding me? But I did want to write, like I wanted to be a writer and I couldn't justify doing that because my house was such a disaster. My house was constantly a disaster. It was embarrassing. It took me 2 weeks to be able to open the front door to have somebody come in. I I mean like I it was a constant source of frustration and irritation and it kept me from doing the things that I wanted to do. My little way I went about that was writing about cleaning and organizing as a way to keep myself focused, thinking it would take me a couple months and then I would write about other things. Um, turns out, guess what? We're almost 12 years later. Um, anyway, the the truth is that that was my goal, but I didn't realize that my house being easier to keep under control because I'd gotten rid of stuff would be the thing that would allow me to do that, even though I realized that I couldn't do the thing I wanted to do because my house was a disaster. Do you know, what I, like it's this weird thing. But as time went on, even though I thought my goal was to have the perfect magazine worthy house, I realized, oh, actually, no. My goal was always that I wanted to be able to do creative stuff. And I wanted to be able to focus on that without my house consistently turning back into a huge disaster. Well, when I stopped stuff shifting and just moving things from place to place and got stuff actually out of my house then I was able to focus on creative stuff where I threw myself into it. And yeah, my house got a little wonky, still gets a little wonky, but because there's so much less stuff in it, it never gets completely out of control because there's just not as much stuff to get completely out of control. Okay, so it was re-remembering. Does that make sense? (laughs) It was remembering what my ultimate goal was in the beginning, but that I didn't understand I didn't. Also, I, I, I don't know. Anyway, I hope that makes sense. Paper clutter. We talk about it a lot around here, right? So I'm excited to tell you about our new sponsor, Simply Wise, who can help you get rid of paper clutter. Simply Wise is the smart filing cabinet that organizes all of your documents in one place. The Simply Wise app could not be any simpler to use. You take a photo of a receipt or a bill. Eyeglass prescription, whatever, and it instantly digitizes and organizes the document so you can easily search for it whenever you need it. For a lot of things, I need the info, but I don't need the paper. And SimplyWise helps me keep just what I need and organizes it for me too. With SimplyWise, you just snap, file, and go. So I've used it. It really is so easy and honestly, very cool. I snapped photos of a few bills and on most of them, all the important information was just automatically filled in from the photo I took. So I can easily search for it now. For each file, I had options of categories to sort it into. It even added up the total of all the bills and listed their due dates. So that could be very, very helpful for budgeting. It even put it in a spreadsheet that I was able to send to my email. I love spreadsheets, y'all. I'm sure there are a lot of other ways to use SimplyWise that I haven't even discovered yet. So how do you get SimplyWise? SimplyWise is a free app that you can download at simplywise.com. That's S-I-M-P-L-Y-W-I-S-E.com, simplywise.com. Put in your phone number and the link will be texted to you where you'll be able to download the app and get started decluttering paper right away. Or go to the app store on your phone and simply download Simply Wise colon Bills and Receipts app directly on your phone for free. While it's important to take care of your face, the rest of your skin matters too. Did you know that your skin is your largest organ? So it's kind of silly to only take care of part of it. I've been using some great products from our new sponsor, Osea, to give all of my skin the attention it deserves. I've liked all the products that I've tried, but my favorite so far is the Andaria Algae Body Oil. It's kind of hard to say, but it's really nice stuff. So I put it on my skin while it's still damp after a bath, and it feels so luxurious and rich, but it isn't greasy or sticky. It just feels great. It smells citrusy and so clean and fresh, and I love the ingredients that go into The fact that they're vegan and cruelty-free, even better. Osea's Andaria Algae Body Oil instantly moisturizes and replenishes dry skin, leaving every inch silky smooth. Skin is super soft and glowing with Andaria Algae, Acai Pulp, and Babassu Seed Oil. Osea soaks hand-harvested Andaria Algae in barrels of oils for up to six months. The result? is liquid gold a rich luxurious never greasy body oil fragrant with sunny citrus and top notes of sweet passion fruit osea creates skin and body care products powered by the sea they've made clean safe skincare products since 1996 vegan and cruelty free responsibly sourced plant derived ingredients good for your skin and for the planet female founded and family operated by a mother and daughter team you can try Osea risk-free for 30 days and get free shipping on orders over $50. They even send free samples with every order. And get 10% off your first order with my promo code CLEAN at OseaMalibu.com. That's 10% off with code CLEAN at OseaMalibu, O-S-E-A-M-A-L-I-B-U.com so let's talk about this. Um, so what was your original goal? How was how has the goal changed? What's your goal now? And change your definition of your dream home, okay? Um, or accept, you know, redefine what your dream home is. Maybe it is that now you want to start decorating. You know, you guys, I, I guess it's been about two years ago now that I redecorated my living room. And it was such a big step for me. And I did not know how much of a relationship it would have to that space being organized. Okay. So yes, my space was decluttered, but it took a while for me to trust myself enough to say, okay, I'm ready to really, truly decorate this space. And once it was officially decorated, it's like, oh, well, now every single thing in this space has not just a, does it need to be here or not? But it has more of an actual, like, this is the place it is because this is how it looks the best. Okay. And once I embraced the decorating of that room, then it took me to a new level. Okay. Now it's still not I'm still not a decorate, redecorate, tweak decorating. I, I honestly, life will just go on and I'll be like, oh, this room is, oh yeah, I need to make sure I kind of adjust things and make sure they're back in that spot where they were when the room got decorated by people other than me. But um, but yeah, I look at that and it starts to make me look at other sections of my house and go, okay how could this room be improved by me decorating? Now, I'm not doing this on a fast and furious, hey, I'm plowing through my house. No, I mean like it's been two years since I did my living room and I've done a little bit in my game room area and now I'm really trying to start to think about my bedroom. I got a headboard that I added, you know, we changed the bed, but it it takes me longer because that's not my number one focus. Okay. My number one focus is my house being manageable enough for me to be able to do the creative projects that I want to do. But I, as far as my house goes, yeah, I do. I think a lot more about decorating. So who do I recommend on that? Now I know Cass and Dawn talk about decorating a whole lot more than I do. Um, But I also really recommend The Nester. You know, she was on a podcast. That podcast with her, I've heard from so many of you who it has helped you a lot, who you have dove, divin, dived. You have now dived. What? Which one is it? I don't know. Anyway, you are now into her stuff. And that has helped you make definite design decisions, which ultimately helps with the organizing and which helps with the, um, you know, keeping clutter out. Because if you have definite spaces for certain things, then obviously other things can't be in those spaces. So, you know, maybe that's the direction that you want to go. But like me, maybe it's, you know, maybe for you, it's not like me, and you're going to dive in and do that. That's the better way to use that verb, right? You're going to dive in and you're really going to go full force and work on your home. Or maybe you say, "Okay, what's next? What should I be doing next?" and you do that as you're working on other things in your house. I'm guessing my husband's home because I just heard my dog bark. We'll see if he walks in or not. Um, let's see. Maybe it's something completely different. You know, one of the things for me, I've mentioned this, but you know, how else has this freed you either mentally or emotionally or time-wise? How have you been freed up to try some new things? You know, does this you know, are are you able to keep your house more under control so you don't feel guilty about I don't know, maybe you've always wanted to volunteer at your kids' school one day a week, but you just felt I mean, it's a real thing that for those of us who struggle in our homes, it's hard to go commit to doing the things that we've always wanted to do because of feeling like I can't do that. There's so much to do at home. But once life is easier because you've gotten the clutter out, then you're able to go, okay, I'm keeping this mostly under control. It doesn't mean it's going to always be easy. But this is mostly under control. Let me try some of those things that I have had as a, wouldn't it be fun if I, because y'all, that is one absolute common thread between so many of us who struggle with this stuff, is we're the people who are like, oh, well, that sounds fun. Oh, I think I'd like to do that one day. I think I would. Oh, I think I'd enjoy that. Part of that is that mentality is how we ended up with all the clutter because we thought, Oh, I think I'd like to try such and such. So we gathered all the stuff for it at garage sales or whatever. And then it cluttered up our house or whatever. But now you've gotten that stuff out and you have some bandwidth, some time. Try one of those things. Say I'm going to volunteer at such and such and you can find out, Oh, you know what? I don't love that as much as I thought or that lit my fire. You know, one of the things for me is, um, I had mentioned this recently that, um, I have been volunteering at a, a vaccination clinic, you know, where I live. And when I first did it, it was kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, they need people. And then I went, this is so fun. <laughs> like I love talking to the people. I love that social component, I love feeling like I'm doing something to get this pandemic over with, you know, like because it's been a year of being like, I want to help, but what is there you can do? Anyway, so, you know, I have I have enjoyed it so much more than I ever would have imagined. And so I've worked in, I've been trying to now with the book deadline, it's kind of messed things up, but I've been trying to do once or twice a week where I go and volunteer because I'm like, no, this energizes me. But it was only because I had a little time and so I tried it. So now that you maybe have freed up a little bit of time, freed up some mental energy, try something. Try to remember and say, you know, don't make a long-term commitment because I know people like us are scared of commitments, but don't make a long-term commitment first. Just say, I'll, I'm going to try something one time. I'm going to volunteer at that thrift store one day a week or just one day. Before you actually end up deciding to do one day a week, whatever. Maybe it's trying the hobby or the business or the ministry that you've dreamed of starting. Maybe it's um, starting a book club. Maybe it's, you know, finding a Now, a lot of these right now are still on Zoom, and that's great, you know, but that would be something you could go ahead and start because it takes time. And then eventually, when people can come back in your house, then you'd be able to shift into that point. But what is it that you had always wanted to do, you know? If it's a hobby, the only thing I would caution you on is to not buy everything, okay? But maybe it's that hobby that you just could not get rid of all the stuff for, okay? And you were like, no, this is the one I really kind of think I might do eventually. And so you got rid of other, you know, broken dream hobbies, things that you collected stuff for, um, but the one that you kept, work on learning that hobby, you know, I mean, take take the time that you have freed up because life is easier because you've decluttered and give that hobby a shot. It will either bring you a whole lot of joy or it will give you something else that you can declutter because you'll realize you didn't actually like it, you know, but, but kind of looking at this freed up time and this freed up mental stuff for you. Um, here, here's my goal. My goal is function, and that's one of the goals that I didn't realize was the best goal when I first started, and that is I want to be able to function in my home. I want my family and their various interests for them to be able to function well in my home. When I had too much stuff, when I had too much clutter, we couldn't function well in our home because we couldn't find what we needed to find. We couldn't get to what we needed to get to life was more difficult because we had too much stuff. So function is the goal, but that function may be something different and look different for different people. Okay. Um, So here's the thing too. Do what comes next. Okay. That was the question. That was the original question. Do I move on to organizing and minimalism? The answer is maybe. The answer is if that is what lights your fire or You say life is so much easier. Now I can do some things that aren't necessarily home related because my home is under control and I've eliminated that guilt from my life. Okay. So, for there are a lot of us, and I feel like this is who I'm here for the most. I'm here for the person who is completely overwhelmed. I am here for the person who needs concrete ways to get the stuff out of their house. And I'm here for the person who, when left to just function on default mode, is always going to have their house slide back into craziness. Okay? Like, I, I am here for the person who does want, who's either getting things under control or who wants to be able to focus on other things and needs the weekly reminder, refocus, just ongoing way of thinking about their house, okay? So that, because that's me. I mean, I'll get going on other stuff and my house is the last thing on my mind. And so this is, you know, I'm here for the person who just kind of, oh yeah, I need to listen every week and I need to you know, have this refresher of, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. It's not that easy. Oh, oh, that's right. That's why things are starting to feel difficult again. It's because things I have piled up and I've got more stuff than I needed and all that kind of stuff anyway. So, um, yeah, I hope that answers the question that that's basically what it comes down to is (laughs) what is it that works? For you in your home, your clutter threshold is different than anybody else's, okay? It's unique to you. And what, what where do you want to go from here? Like, do you want it to be organized? Are you like, you know what? This is good enough. If good enough is good enough, that's great. I'm kind of a, a good enough type person, as I'm sure you know from listening to my podcast. But I'm like, hey, if that's good enough that now I'm able to function and focus on the things I wanna focus on without feeling guilty about what's happening to my house and all that kind of stuff, or having those moments that everything comes screeching to a halt, great, then that's what I need. So, okay, I hope that you're encouraged instead of just jealous. I think we're all jealous when we go, done decluttering. Um, Oh, and the other part of the question too was, do we go back and start again? Yes. I, I mean, I think that is where... I am that because someone who my goal is to be, um, to be able to do the creative things that I want to do. That is how I look at it. Do you go back and start over? I do, but I'm not starting over from a place of totally being overwhelmed. Like I was before instead I'm like, okay, I've got an hour. And now I know that I can do a whole lot of decluttering in an hour because I'm never going to cause a bigger mess, never going to make things worse than they were before. So I'm only going to make progress. I know how to do this because I've got all that experience from the other decluttering I've done. And so now I go, okay, my house is easier to maintain because I've decluttered, which allows me to then do the things I want to do. So when I do have an hour and I look at my house, yeah, I go right back to the most visible space in the home. And I start decluttering there and I go, you know, this is not too bad. Or I say, huh, if I went even farther in this space, I will make my house even easier to maintain. Okay. And that's one of the things that Dawn said when we had that um, podcast that we did right around Christmas was she said, you know, just know that you're probably going to need to go farther than you need to go. Okay. If, if it's an idea for you to, yes, start, go back and start decluttering at the beginning again, then go farther this time. Go, you know, enjoy the reality of the momentum that you've gained, the experience that you've gained. Um, redecluttering is absolutely a real thing. And when you do go back through, because you have experienced what it's like to live with less, because you are enjoying the fact that life is easier, when you go back and you start in that most visible space again, things are gonna look different to you. So you're gonna, as you go back through, and you're starting in your entryway, and then go move into your dining room or whatever it is that you have that's the most visible space at your front door. But as you go through those spaces, You're going to run across things that the first time you went through your house, you thought, wait, I can't possibly get rid of this. Oh, no, this is something that means a lot to me or whatever. This second time that you go through, it's going to look different to you by definition because for two reasons or for several reasons, one of the reasons that it will look different to you is that you've lived with less stuff and you now value open space over stuff. And so this time, you're going to say, Oh, actually, I'd rather have the space here than the stuff. So it's not just going to be about stuff, because you're going to really feel differently about open space, which takes time for a lot of us who've never lived with open space before. Um, The other thing too, is you're going to remember the angst that you felt that made you decide to keep this thing that you went, oh, I, don't know. I don't know, how do I feel? The angst that you felt when you first had that, when you first you know, went through decluttering this space, that you ultimately decided to keep it, if you haven't used it since the first time you went through that space, you're going to now go, well, that was... really, really worried about that and then never ended up using it. And that's going to look different to you. And then you'll be much more easy. It will be much more easy for you to let it go. Okay. So as we're kind of getting toward the end here, let me just share a personal example of my own reason why I am so glad I've reached my clutter threshold on how it frees me. So my daughter is in drill team which is, you know, like dance team. And y'all, they work really hard in there. And one of the things that they have to do is they have to take videos of the different dance that they're learning. So like, you know, they have to send it in to their officer who gives them critiques before they then perform it for the other officers and blah, blah, blah. So there's a lot of videoing of the different dances that they're learning. And over spring break, we, she had to record I don't know, like all the different things that they're working on for her spring show and blah, 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 whatever. My point is that we record these in our game room, which if you guys have been around a while, you know the story of the game room. It used to be packed completely and totally full. It used to be my eBay room. Didn't even use the half bath that's at the back of the room because for years we didn't use it because we couldn't even get to it. Like it was purely a storage room. Then I cleared it out and was like, oh, this is actually an amazing room with a lot of living space. And I added square footage to my home when I had that, uh, when I got that room cleared out. And then I went through the process of, you know, determining that it was a game room and not just an office and a game room and a guest room and all this, you know, so it's, it's really been through a lot. I've talked about it on different occasions and blog posts and the books and things like that. But like, as I was filming these videos for her, because I have to, cause you know, she's dancing all over the entire room. So I kind of have to be following her with the camera. She can't really set up a tripod, but it just hit me how incredibly thankful I am that I could do that. I mean, those of you who understand my struggles, those of you who this stuff is not completely natural to you, those of you who are like, oh, yeah, clutter threshold, (laughs) can't wait to get there. You understand what I'm talking about when I say what a big deal it is. It was to me that I was able to just film these videos and not have to say, oh, honey, can we go outside? Oh, honey, can we, I mean, like, it's just so, such a relief for me to just be able to do what we need to do, even though, yes, she's doing something over here on stage left, and then over there on stage right, and I've got to, you know, follow her all over, and I'm not freaking out about what's coming in the frame. Not that the room is perfect. Y'all, her officer has seen (laughs) that room but it's always been perfectly fine. I mean, come on, you're asking people to film things at their home on a random Tuesday. I personally don't think that people expect it to be perfect or if they do yay for them, but it's good. You know, it's not like invite people over, but it's good. And she can move around all over the floor of the whole room. And I'm not freaking out over what is being seen in this video or what we have to do before we can do the video or, oh my goodness, where are we going to do the video, y'all? And that is exactly what I would have been freaking out over before I reached my clutter threshold and got that room to a point where it pretty much stays under control. Is there some stuff in there randomly gets set down? Of course there is, but it pretty much just stays under control. And that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about enjoying and redefining what it is that you're going for here. And I just want to give you that glimpse into, oh, maybe that's what I'm going for, as opposed to having a magazine-worthy home, magazine photo-worthy home, whatever, however you want to call it. And maybe that is your goal. Maybe you are an amazing decorator. I know a lot of you are, and the clutter has kept you from being able to do that. But maybe it's just that you just want to be able to do the things that need to be done without having it be some big dramatic thing, which is what it used to be for me. Okay. Well, I hope that's been helpful. And um, just a reminder, if you want to be a patron of the show, I would love for you to join us over at patreon.com slash a comes clean. Okay. I will talk to you guys next week.